Hello, hello everyone. It's me, your boy, Zach, like pack. Spell it out. Like pack. Doing a different one this week. And the second I unmute this, it's going to get chaotic. All right. So we're playing Destiny 2 with the boys. You guys want to introduce yourself? I think everyone except Martin. Well, spoilers. Martin's here. Everyone but Martin, Martin has been on the podcast before. You guys want to introduce yourself, round table? Uh, who wants to go first? <laughs> All right. Danny, you go first. All right. It's Danny again. I'm back. <laughs> go, Danny. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back on. Thank you. I'm taking charge. I'm going next. Hello again. I'm very happy to be back and under very different circumstances, I got to say. Boy, Devin, back at it again. Almost the best yep. performing episode I have on the Zach pack. Oh, come on. It's the best performing. Give, give, me, some, give, give me some credit, Zach. You get two listens away from my wife's uh, first episode, but you're very, very close. No, uh, no, no, no. That's, that's better. An, all right. You got to inspire two extra people to listen to your episode and you're number one. I uh, will just listen to two myself and it'll be fine. <laughs> and then, Martin, you're on here too. Where you at? I, I don't know if you said anything or not. All right, he's here. Spoilers, Martin's here. I'm just running around. I don't know what I'm doing. I haven't played Destiny 2 in at least six months, so. I have no idea what's happening either. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, Devin, have, can you explain? Big minotaurs. We have to throw the stuff in the middle. Oh, in the middle. I was in talking the about the bad guys. In the, in the blight. You got to shoot sure. at the blight. Shoot, at, like shoot at, at the blight. For those of you who don't know what Destiny 2 is, um, it's a game produced by Bungie, the people who used to make Halo. Uh, now they only make Destiny, right? Uh, at the moment, yeah. This is their only game. So, this took over what Halo was once to them. Um, it's considered an FPS, so first-person shooter MMO RPG. Um, so massively multiplayer online RPG role-playing game. Just chaos and what what activity are we doing again so i know this what is dares of eternity dares of uh, eternity it's, it's basically like a game show oh we're playing a game show in destiny 2 apparently it's cool yes um quite literally zur zur is the merchant he got kidnapped by a magic horse that is, being, that is forced him to run this game show that's the lore and that is actually true look at that all right so zur is a character and now he's a he's taken by a rainbow horse this star expansion horse. is star. Well, he was kind of rainbow. Rainbow star horse. It's a star, star horse. horse. Eventually. Get your facts straight, Zach. This is your podcast. You should know this. Well, here I am. <laughs> oh, there he is. There I is. see. I see a horse. Oh, fuck. I'm lucky I don't destroy this horse right now. I placed a banner. So, why did you guys start playing yep, Destiny? Because Destiny is like a lifestyle, if you think about it. I needed something else to play, so I just decided alright. It's been like ten minutes talking about the reason I started. Um, <laughs> so I was a big fan of Halo growing up. It's it was it's my favorite game series of all time. I love Halo with all my heart. And when I found out Bungie was making a new game, I lost my shit and I pre-ordered the Ghost Edition. And I, so I still have Peter Dinklage as the Ghost Ooh. in physical form. And I sunk 41 days on a Destiny 1 because I love this game, even though it has its problems. And yeah. I think that I can be said with anything, though. But yeah. 
No, no, no. Destiny is a special case. If we have time for a little tangent, I can explain what Destiny is. Okay, when it's not chaotic, Devin is going to come back and explain Destiny a little better. Snacks, or uh, Danny, why did you start playing Destiny? Alright, so first I want to ask, Devin, you said you had 41 days on Destiny 1? Oh no. Uh, I believe uh -oh. so, yes. That sounds about right. Alright, so, so, um, so I remember when I believe it was the first trailer for Destiny came out, me and all my friends were super hyped, you know, we didn't register that it was by Bungie at all, you know, it was just a new game. Uh, I personally completely forgot about it after that. And then I think a week or two weeks before it came out, I just saw another trailer for it. And my birthday Kate, was three days after the game came out. So I was like, oh, hey, look, you know, I'll just try to get it for my birthday and play it, you know, whatever. Fell in love with the game. I had, I'm pretty sure it was 82 or 81 days on that <laughs> game. Because, see what, it came out in 2014. So yep. I was in seventh grade. Oh, yeah. Um, you had all the time in my the world. Best, exactly, all the time. My best memory was the spring break of eighth grade. I played for 13 hours a day every day that week. <laughs> nice. I did the exact same uh, yeah, thing. Exactly. I just started playing and I could never stop. And it was amazing. So Destiny being an MMO, um, MMOs are inherently grindy. Um, so you definitely have to go through it with the mentality of like, this is the game I'm playing for X amount of time. If I want to get anywhere decent at it, um, to get good enough guns to, you know, actually be useful. You have to level up your light level, which is kind of like your power level in a way. Um, yeah, so yeah. the more powerful you are, the more damage you do to enemies and the less damage you take from enemies. Pretty much a way just to make sure you're not jumping into content you're not supposed to be early. Um, so yeah, uh, grinding in this game is very needed. Um, when I started playing Destiny, uh, I pretty much had crews beg me for years to hop on, buy a PlayStation 4, literally just buy the console for Destiny, I won't regret it. It took me like a year and a half of him saying, hey, you should buy it, you should buy it, to get me to buy it. And once I did, um, you know, we had the squad every night. I was playing with the squad to four in the morning. Um, I don't know my hour, to, like, play time in it, but it was a lot. Uh, I started playing at Taken King, so you guys probably have more experience with the earlier content oh, yeah. than I do. Oh, yeah. Day um, one. Well, day, day three. <laughs> day three. I was, I was, dude, I played since the beta. I was on Xbox, so I, didn't, I couldn't play the alpha, sadly. Yeah, now Bungie's owned by Sony, which will be interesting. Uh, yeah, that's a weird development. But moral of my story is uh, when I had failed out of nursing school, um, Destiny played a big role in what made me sane, so I didn't like freak out about failing out of nursing school. Um, so when I was playing till 4 in the morning, it literally became habit to just be with the boys uh play raids until 4 a.m. every day never finish it of course because that's how raids were and uh, uh just zach, had fun playing bad. Hmm? yeah yeah zach you were just bad man. oh the whole, the whole group is pretty bad <laughs> yeah but i i, I, I sold a crota every week for fun oh we went back and defeated crota and stuff but like taking king stuff um holy i i didn't really beat that raid until funny story uh, I found a Sherpa group online, mm -hmm. and this girl ran the group, 
like a teacher like scolding kindergartners screaming at us where to go and how to do it and what weapons to use and mm -hmm. we beat it <laughs> it was fantastic um she actually threatened andy <laughs> she one of the biggest lines i'll yell at andy now is don't do it i'll kick you is because he was getting yelled at like a kindergartner and then he he shut up and we beat the raid it was fantastic yeah it was pretty funny but yeah a lot of history with this game um a lot of memories with this game oh, and oh yeah so many good times you know collectively we met as co-workers and that was one of the things that kind of bound us together you know made oh, yeah. sure we were cool with each other was like hey we all played destiny one a shit ton and you just have something to talk about at that point that's how me and Cruz got so close. That's legit, though. Yeah, Cruz is a very uh, social boy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I will, I will say, uh, going into this, I don't really have too many topics to go into besides Destiny. So for the people who normally listen for like not video game stuff, this is not going to be the episode for you. Full disclosure. Uh, but uh, I, I will say. When you know you can hop on and have a solid friend group just constantly competing in something or like working together, it's a different vibe that if you don't play video games, you're not really going to understand 100%. And uh, I'm almost dying here, which is my words are further apart. Uh, but I will say going into this solo, I don't think anyone would recommend it. Would you guys? No, God, no. Very, very, very social game. Very grindy. It's the only way I can put it, and I'm getting hit every which way. How do you use my alt on, uh, or my super? How do, how do I use my super on PC? F. Um, F, it's F. I have no idea. And I died to oh, a yeah. bomb. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my theme is still playing in the background, but it's not active. Um... So yeah, what what's the best story you guys have from Destiny? Like funniest thing that's happened, best story, best whatever. Uh, I I have I have a lot of good stories. I'll yeah. start real quick. Let's so, go. <laughs> so we were doing uh, Crota's End. It was me and my friends, and we had never beaten a raid as a group. Like nice. I had beat you know, the raid many times with you know, my clan. I was in a different clan than they were. Um, we never finished a single raid, I don't think, ever. Like, literally not even once as a fire team. <clears throat> so, we always would, we would make it to Crota, and then we would just mess around. So, this one day, we were about to actually beat it. Mm -hmm. And the guy who had the sword, who had to, you know, kill Crota. You need the sword to kill Crota, yes. Mm -hmm. Correct. So, we break his shields, and this guy's like, you know, guys, we've made it so far. I think I'm going to take one for the team. So he jumps off the back of the map with the sword, and we never beat it. <laughs> Until this day, as a squad, we have never beat a raid. That's awesome. And we were, that would have been that would have been the, you know, the attempt that actually killed Crota. But we would have beat it. But he took one for the team. And <laughs> he just dipped. Yeah. That's awesome. No <laughs> That's pretty good. And for those of you who don't know, a raid is kind of a, 
six person collaborative effort where you can't just go in with random people. You, you need a pre-made squad and you go into this and it's a huge ordeal. There are extra parts, puzzles, um, really big fighting moments. Uh, so that was, uh, how, how long was that raid before he just yeeted off the map? Uh, Crota was kind of short, but we kind of sucked as a group. So it was probably, we were probably two hours in Oof. easily. Two hours wasted. Only? Yeah, I was the, yeah, I was the <laughs> only one that hadn't, or that had experience on it. Like a lot of, of actually beating it. So yeah, it took us quite a while. It's still a good bit, man. <laughs> because if yeah. you guys beat it. Yeah. But Crota, I mean, you could, if everyone knew what they were doing, you could beat Crota in 30 minutes. Easily. And that was so, so I, I don't have experience with Crota right when it launched, but was that originally when it came out, or was that just with a higher light level that was enabled later? Um on? it's when it originally came out, but it was like it wasn't right when it came out. It was like down the line a little bit. Still the same light level or you know, very slightly higher, but it was still when it was that was still the newest raid. Yeah, I had no clue that Crota was that short right from the get-go. That's kind of wild. Well, it actually took, I believe, like, the you know, the first people to do it, it took them, uh, like, hours and hours and hours. But it was, like, super quick. Everyone found cheeses for it. So okay. it was super easy. So the, the old Ethernet cord? What was that? The old Ethernet cord? Oh, yeah, on Crota and <laughs> keep them yeah. down. Yeah. Yep. That's so, how I got my black hammer. And that's how people are linked together with Destiny. Because you have memories even if it wasn't together. You remember doing this? Remember the loot cave? Remember this? Remember this? Oh, the loot yes, cave. in the Cosmodrome? Yeah. The loot cave. <laughs> See? I wasn't there, but Martin, I knew of it. Yeah, Martin can't relate. He doesn't even know who Crota is. <laughs> but when it comes down to it, I don't know, like... I don't oh feel gosh. like it's time wasted. I feel like it was time gained. You you earn like battle scars through this game. Absolutely. Oh my god. The sheer amount of trauma through this game is unreal. <laughs> the trauma is definitely real. Yeah. And you gotta say... So like, Martin has never played Destiny 1. Oof. I, so, have, I have the Deluxe Edition though, because I found it a few days ago. I actually okay. have this copy, so... Okay. Well, all right. Well, here. So, but you never actually played through it. I so, played a little of it, and then a little of it. Okay. So, Destiny One is easily peak of Destiny. Yeah. And there's so I, many end, yeah. weapons, weapons, and you know the loot cave is like huge. That there, as far as I remember, there was nothing that huge in Destiny Two. It like a loot cave, you know, but like. If you didn't play Destiny 1, I don't think you can appreciate Destiny 2 nearly as much as someone that has. Yeah. Like, what do you look back on what Destiny 1 had and then what this game, like, potential has, and even though it's already, like, a few years old? Well, like, the crew sent the, you know, the picture of the, what's it called? The Icebreaker. Like, could you imagine that gun in this game right now? That gun was insane. All those guns. That are just like, like the, the Galahorns being added again. The Galahorn is like back then. If you didn't have the Galahorn, no one wanted to play with you. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. Like those memories, you just like appreciate it. <laughs> I have a story about the Galahorn, actually. Um, so this is probably one of my favorite memories from Destiny One. 
Um, it was I was just starting it. I had I had I had one friend who with me. Who, we were playing. It was during Dark Below, so it was we were doing Crota's End. We, it was just it was just him and I. We were just going to get the, the exotic chest right at the beginning, the secret chest, which he had a chance to get exotic. I did not know anything about the game. I was still very much a noob because I had no friends actually playing with me at the time. And I opened up the chest, and there's only one exotic I wanted. It was the Red Death, which was the exotic pulse rifle, which mm -hmm. it, it did not, sadly did not return in Destiny 2, but it kind it kind of did. Yes. And I open up the chest, and what do I get but the Galahorn? Mm. Nice. My Ooh. second exotic of the game is the Galahorn, which was the best exotic. Like, hands down. Absolutely. And I played so much Destiny 1, year 1, that by the end of the year, I had gotten seven Galahorns. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. for those who don't know, exotics are not something you can get easily more than twice you know there's no in, quest in you just get them randomly one. yeah just so you just get them randomly there's drops or activity at, at the end of like a mission you might get it it's a chance to get one exotic seven times is fucking unheard of yeah exotics especially in destiny one were random drops that didn't happen all the time like you couldn't expect to get an exotic drop every time you played you they were exotic yeah they're yeah. no longer they're called exotic now but they're not Mm -hmm. You could easily play for 20 hours and not get exotic. Easily. Yeah. And to bring that story to a close, I collected every exotic for all three characters, including all the weapons, all class items, it does not matter, everything, except the Plan C, which I had to buy from Xur. Wow. <laughs> I got the Galahorn seven times before I got a Plan C. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm still bitter about that. Alright. <laughs> um I don't know what my first exotic was, but I know what my favorite one was. Um The No Land Beyond, I believe was the name of it. Oh yes. Yeah, that, that is right. My sniper rifle. Yeah, no Devin knows because I talk about it every time we play. Um yes, you do. <laughs> well it's because it, it came at a very special time. Uh Andy and I were continually playing, you know, when the group wasn't on. And what happened was is Crimson Doubles came out right as I got this weapon. Um, for those of you who aren't playing Destiny, don't know Destiny, and you're still listening, the rest of it's going to be rough because that's all it's going to be. But to explain it simply, it was a sniper rifle that went in the primary slot, but it didn't have a scope. It had iron sights. Um, so primary ammo was easy to acquire, Um and having a sniper rifle as that weapon slot was pretty crazy. So to nerf it, they didn't give it a scope. The only thing I did with that weapon, uh, well, I did everything with that weapon. Uh, single player, multiplayer, PvP, PvE, everything. I, I did not let my primary be anything else. It was my one and only. Uh, so during Crimson Doubles, you pretty much had to get a headshot if you wanted to, to kill with it. So I instantly became like a god with this weapon. Well, not instantly. It took like two months of continually playing with this weapon that, man, everyone who stuck with me through that grind was a godsend. But eventually what it became was an instant Oko machine for me. So I would just pew, 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 pew. Everyone fucking hated me. Um, but those are really, really good times. And that was an experience that you don't have in this game, right? I don't think like there's a weapon that changes your gameplay to that extent. 
And especially considering the way that Destiny 1 ended, like, that was probably the best DLC drop of all time for Destiny. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And Destiny was in such a good place, and they had to redo it with Destiny 2. It reverted and lost so many active players um, that up until, I would say, maybe the last couple DLC packs, like, Destiny 2 was on the decline. And it was just, like, done. No one wanted anything to do with it. Absolutely. It was really only Forsaken that started to get interest back in, in it, in the game. But even then, they had they did that because they were like, oh, we, let's kill Cade, you know? Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, Cade, is, Cade was the old Hunter Vanguard, which means nothing to you if you don't know the game. But he was the only good character, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah. And they killed him yeah. off in the DLC, basically. And that made so many people get back into the game, including myself. Because I kind of just abandoned Destiny 2 at launch because it was really bad. I, th- I felt um, like I did uh, everything Destiny 2 at launch within like a week. And then I was done. I played it for two months and then I was done. I was so sad. It just, it wasn't the same experience that Destiny 1 was. And you have a lot of people who share that experience, knowledge, whatever you want to call it, right? So... When you look at the history of the game, Bungie was under Activision and they promised throughout everything, they promised that like Destiny 2 would come out and then after or well, Destiny would come out, all the DLCs, Destiny 2 would come out, DLCs, oh. Destiny 3 would come out. Like they wanted a fresh re rewipe every so often so they can get more game sales. And man, did it backfire so poorly. Like, imagine if Destiny 1 just continued. Like, how many people would still be playing Destiny daily, putting money into the silver shop? If if all that stuff, like, stayed the same the whole time. Like, well, Destiny 1 was just there. I mean, you can't blame Bungie for everything, honestly. No, I, I, I think Activision was that whole... The whole reason that we had that horrible launch... Yeah, everything. Without launch, Activision, yes. I think we Definitely. would have been in really good shape. But if you look at what Des- what Bungie did with Destiny 2 even after they left Activision, mm-hmm. they didn't change much. Like, they kept on the same path. Like, look at Beyond Light. Beyond Light was the first DLC they did completely alone. Technically, Shadowkeep was, but they still had a little... I believe they still had a little bit of help. So, that was the first major DLC they did alone. And they, del- they had to delay it, I think, once because they didn't have the, the, the proper staffing to actually finish the game in time, to finish the DLC in time. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, they just went, they doubled down on microtransactions. Like, the Silver Shop basically, they were like, yes, let's do the Silver Shop. Let's create a season pass now, you know? So not, not only do you have you have your seasonal grind, like, you know, for your DLC requests, now you also have the Battle Pass, too, you know? So to play Devil Advocate with that, right? How... How can you go back and redo a whole game like that, right? So, like, the base of the game mm-hmm. is here. Everything's hardwired in. You're not running off the Destiny 1 engines. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how are you going to, like, remove it completely? You already have a game plan through Activision. Mm-hmm. Without wiping this game, how do you fix it? Well, that's, well, that's what they did. They did wipe it. <laughs> well, they I mean, like, much. at this point, right? So, like, yeah, at this point. we already have Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. There are so many things about Destiny 2 you're not, you're not able to change. 
Yeah. Like you can't change the fundamental systems that were changed mm -hmm. from Destiny One. You know, primary, heavy ammo, all that stuff, you can't change it. It's just how it is. Yeah. How do you fix it at that point without wiping it over again? I mean, you really can't. The damage has been done, but even then... Like, I, I see what you're saying, but even then, like, they still could have done better, you know? And, like, there's no excuse for it. Because, I don't know. I feel like somewhere along the way... I mean, with Witch Queen, I, I, I beg to differ, but... I'd say with Shadowkeep and Beyond Light in particular, mm. Bun, it just felt like the game has kind of like lost their way in terms of like the narrative. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a little bit picky, but I, I genuinely feel like Destiny 1 had a better like narrative in terms of like wanting to figure things out. Because I feel like there was a mystery to it. Yeah. You know? And like there was a lot more like drawing you in as opposed to like Destiny 2's current narrative. Like, barring Witch Queen, like Beyond Light, honestly. With with Shadowkeep and Witch Queen, I think that the narrative, like, it was better storytelling, because obviously it was direct and it wasn't all through the lore, but I don't know. I just think that, for the most part, it just felt like it was a really basic story. There was no, I felt like it was just bled dry of their creativity. So, know? was that from, like, writers leaving? Well, was that from them not caring because I, it wasn't their baby anymore? Like, I don't know. I, I, I think that, I think it might just be that at this at that point in the life they're like it was post activision they just had split and they're just trying to get something out in time you know because mm -hmm. if we look at beyond light beyond light got delayed i think it was a good like three months it got delayed so at that point if i were the developers i'd be like all right whatever we can cut some corners here we can cut some corners there because this thing just has to get out you know right. we have to put out something and i hope I really hope Witch Queen is good, because, like, I'm, I I love this game. <laughs> Genuinely, I feel like this game is, like, <sighs> Destiny as a franchise is like a, it's like a stripper I fell in love with, like, ten years ago, <laughs> and I keep giving her money, because I know she could be better, and I know she has so much potential, but she just keeps doing the exact same thing, you know? Like, she'll take my money, and then she'll just, like, I don't know, do something else with it that's not productive strip yeah i don't know it bad analogy but it it just feels like no matter what we say or what we do it's always going to be the same you know like it, it looks promising and then it comes out and then there's some bugs or there's issues or there's uh plot holes or there's just lack of content you know we, you finish the campaign in a day and then you're like oh what do we do now yeah like the entirety of destiny one you know now or year one i should say I'll, I'll say it like this, because I, I think there are two ways you can look at it. Mm -hmm. You're either looking at it through nostalgia glasses, where you're going, okay, because it was seventh grade, because it was this, because it was that. Mm -hmm. I was able to sit and play it for hours on end. I was able to be with my friends, and those are memories I'll always hold mm -hmm. dearly, right? Yeah. Taking that out of it, we still know Destiny 2 is an absolute nightmare compared to, like, 1. Mm -hmm. But... To what extent, really? Mm -hmm. And that that's really the question I want to ask you guys, because obviously we spent too much time of our lives uh, playing Destiny 1. Too much time? Not enough, man. We spent a lot of our time. Let's, let's rephrase that. We spent a lot yes, of our time playing Destiny 1, and here we are attempting to play Destiny 2. Here we are hopeful for the next DLC, just so we can squat up and play, hopefully, like it was Destiny 1. 
do you feel like I'll ask that question because I've already stated, but like, do you feel that it's nostalgia or do you feel that something is able to fix this game? Uh, I think it's both. Cause I think destiny is no, like there's no other game like it. So it's kind of unique, but then everything about it. Cause then you have like some of the old weapons. Like I hear someone shooting a mighty multi-tool. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. That, that's me. that brings back memories from D1. Cause that was a, you know, Bad a D1 memories. exotic. Memories. I love so this there's one. like a nostalgia mixed with, it's a unique game and hoping for it to just get better. And I'm sure that when you look at it on paper, Destiny 2 is a better game. Mm -hmm. Only because of the amount of content that it has. Because if you look at D1, there was, if I remember what, three or four raids only in three or four years. Yeah. This game, I feel like, has had like 10 raids already. Well, plus the dungeons. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which, Which is, the dungeons of this game are about as hard as the raids in D1. Yeah, and so. the dungeons are, the, are basically the size of like the entirety of Crota's End. Yes. Yeah, and they so added. You have. Go on. I was just gonna say they added them specifically because people were like, "Hey, we can't get six people to play right now. Can we have like mm -hmm. a mini dungeon?" And they did it. That's true. So they are listening yeah. to the community in some way, but. Sorry. Go ahead and finish your point. Good. So the thing with D one that we all hold that it's this amazing game, which I think it is, <laughs> um, yeah. is you know it was the first iteration of it. So you, a lot of times the first iteration of things are the best, but they had such like little, like at, in the grand scheme of things, they had such little content, but it was all like thought out so well that it, like, yes, there was bugs in it, but it was fun. Mm -hmm. Like doing Vault of Glass for the first time, there's so many different, different ways just to go to the next, you know, part of the raid. There were so many different paths, so many different hidden things. That I feel like this game doesn't have as much of that. Mm -hmm. Some raids do. I haven't done all the raids because mm. no one plays this game with me, you know? Well, I, I want to. never on. D1, <laughs> D1 had that to it where it didn't have that much stuff, but each raid had so much to it that it's just, it felt like there was so much there. And now everyone, you know, as you get older, you get better at the game, you know, you beat stuff faster. So now Destiny 2 has so much content, but we're beating it so much faster, it feels like there's nothing. I think you're right, honestly. I think it, I think that with Destiny 2, with, like comparing Destiny 1 and Destiny 2, it's quality over quantity. Destiny 2's exactly. quality of like the raids, the experiences was beautiful. I mean, I still remember the first time I I was in Vault of Glass, and like I was, I, I think I played it like during House of Wolves, so I played it super late, but. There was this sense of wonder to it, you know? You're in this overgrown, heck-filled area that's somehow, you know, it's horrifying because, you know, there's all this, you know, you see these dead bodies of Vex and Guardians alike, yeah. but it's this atmosphere, you know? You're, you're wondering, you want to explore, you want to, you know, figure out what the hell is happening here. And honestly, that's, that, that's kind of what got me into, like, the lore of the game, you know? Like, reading, like... Spending like hours a day just like listening to Bife talk about the lore and speculation and learning about what the hell the Lumpy Glass is, you know? Exactly. And I feel like in Destiny 2, there's a lot of like on the nose storytelling, which like it's not bad. It is better it's better than the, the Destiny 1, because Destiny 1 had no storytelling that was told to you. 
everything you had everything you wanted to know had to be done through the lore like through the grimoire mm-hmm. so that was stupid but i feel like in destiny 2 a lot of the stories are just they're just so basic and the lore like obviously there's still a lot of really great lore but what's in the game isn't great you know like the what was it um deepstone crypt raid i think deepstone crypt raid was absolutely fantastic i never finished it i barely started it but just from what i heard and what i've seen from gameplay it looks beautiful but like a lot of like the campaigns it just feels so lackluster by comparison you know like if you compare yeah. the, these worlds and spaces that like destiny 2 has and has, have created which look so interesting but then the stories don't do them justice you know like you'll spend hours going through the main campaign like for example beyond light beyond light like, you're in Europa. Europa's an awesome place. It's the birth of the Exos. But you don't learn any of that stuff throughout the game, like, throughout the campaign, you know? And, I don't know, I think that's just a major pitfall with this game, in its current state, at least. Thankfully, it looks like Witch Queen's solving that, but I'm not getting my hopes up again. And that's the thing. We're, we're all trying to get hopeful for it. We all say we're going to hop on it. We have extra time. I mean, me, most of all. I have plenty of extra mm-hmm. time now. Um, it's, it's kind of about... Or it's kind of like... We have the squad together. If that's half of what made Destiny 1 good, or a third of what made Destiny 1 good, hopefully this DLC content is good enough to maintain, you know, the other two, one third. So we're at 60% of what it was. And then nostalgia-wise, they're throwing in these old weapons to kind of bring you back to those old memories. I think that's kind of what it is, piecing it together. But who knows what's going to be in this next content. Like update, right? Have they said mm-hmm. everything that's going to be here, or no? Um, campaign wise, like so, basically, they've kind of they've given a decent overview of, of what to expect. I think they've told us that. I know we're getting a new raid, obviously, the new campaign. Mm-hmm. We're getting a new campaign mode, which is the legend difficulty, I believe, which is basically like a hardcore mode, or like think of like um, think of like legendary on Halo, basically. It's it's a lot harder of a campaign, which is the first time we've seen it in Destiny, which is I'm I'm actually pretty excited for, and you get better loot as a result, which is a, is a given. But in Destiny, you kind of have to say that. Um, <laughs> sure. Um, I know that there's the new seasonal content, and then I want to say we're getting a new dungeon as well during during the this season. But I I, mean, I could be wrong about that. And I know later in the year we're getting uh, we're getting a remastered dungeon. So like like think like what they did with Vaulted Glass, but they have not said which one that is. So something nostalgic. Yeah, another another, another nostalgia trip. And we're also getting the Void 3.0 workout so uh, rework. So we're getting all new Void subclasses basically for all three characters. Think of how uh, Stasis is structured. Okay, so they are um... they're adding a bunch of content to it. They're adding nostalgia to it. Being oh, hopeful, new yeah, and, and being hopeful for it. I mean, who knows what's causing it? I mean, we just want it to be what it was originally. Um, but I'm going to compare Destiny to another game that I find near and dear to my heart, but don't always play, and that's Monster Hunter. Um, have you guys had any experience with the game of Monster Hunter? Nope. Oh. <laughs> okay, perfect. Because you don't really need to know too much, right? Uh, Monster Hunter is you go into the jungle, woods, desert, and you hunt big monsters that are kind of souls-like in the way the bosses are structured. Um, so hard-hitting, 
your gear really dictates if you live or die. It's not you as a person, um, but it's very grindy. You may need a monster part that only drops one one hundredth of the time. You may get lucky and get three of those in two hunts. You may not, right? So it's it's very grindy, um, but very fun, and you can play with up to four people. So in regards to that, you know, I, I go back and play that, and I go through these spurts. But Monster Hunter is very doable solo. Like, the career mode is solo. Um, I feel like you can't really do that in Destiny, or you're going to lose your mind. So, like... Yeah. If I had to choose my favorite part about Destiny, it's got to be staying up to like four in the morning with the raids, being sleep deprived, and having stupid shit happen to us. Um, yes. Which is that just collectively the best experience with Destiny One, or what? What do you guys think is your best memory that only Destiny has? It's definitely, it's definitely that. It's definitely stand up late. Definitely doing the raids. Or, oh my gosh, staying up till uh, in D one, staying up till six a.m. on a Thursday night, seeing what Zer's gonna have, seeing what Zer's gonna sell. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes, exactly. I did that every week, every week in year one. I did that every week. Exactly. Holy moly. So you have those memories, and it just—I don't know. Like Monster Hunter inherently is a very different type of game, but because it has a solar solo playing experience. I kind of want to say it's just like a better game overall, but that doesn't fill the same role. And, and the main reason I wanted to bring it up is because they both can take a lot of time from you in somewhat the same way. But just having that one extra part, like if Destiny had a better solo experience, do you think it would change the game tremendously? Like what would they add solo to make it a better experience? It would have to be some sort of, some sort of raid. Like they'd have to make like a solo version of the raids, maybe a little easier, but not as good rewards. Because that's really the biggest issue, is when you're playing alone, the only thing you really lose, other than you know obviously playing with people, is it's a lot harder to reach max level. Mm -hmm. That's I want to say that's the biggest drawback of playing alone. Very hard. Absolutely. Yes. Honestly, I don't think this problem can be fixed with how Destiny is structured. Um, probably not. Because the thing is, like, there there is definitely a way to... You can get max level without doing any raids. Mm -hmm. You can. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass, but you can. Can you, get, you can't get the raid gear and stuff, though. There are some exclusives. Yeah, yeah. Correct. You can still get max power, and... I think when it comes down to it, because I've, I've gotten a lot of other... I've tried to get a lot of the people into this game, and very few stuck around. And what everyone tells me when they're getting in, when they're getting into this game is that they want a specific, uh, let's say a, spe a specific exotic, a specific uh, gun, you know. And then I say, oh well, in order to get that, you need to level this up. You know, you need to level, you need to level, you need to be this level. And every time they're always like, you know, let you know, like I think the min the minimum right now is eleven hundred, and the maximum is thirteen thirty. Mm -hmm. So you need to grind up two hundred and thirty levels in order to basically do anything that's relevant right now. It's not that it's not like it will actually leveling up, but it's gear level, and no one wants to do that. And even if there was a better way to do it solo, it's not fun. There's no fun way of getting gear. 
Because honestly, um, and you are kind of stuck in a solo experience mm-hmm. where, again, you play Monster Hunter, you can get gear solo, bring it into multiplayer, but that means that you're facing different monsters in different ways with different weapons, and you have some form of entertainment solo. You have the campaign mm-hmm. mode that's solo. Um, if you're starting out as a new player here, you're just kind of SOL until you grind solo for shit. I mean, 1100 to 1330, that's at least 10 to 12 hours of content to get maybe to where I'm I'm at at like 1280. Right. Yeah. Easily. And I think with, I think the main problem with that too, like, Honestly, I think the only good time you could ever jump into Destiny is right when a DLC comes out. Because right when the DLC comes out, usually the or the, the yearly DLC that is, the cap gets reset, so or the the, the 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 bottom gets reset. So I think it's I think the new bottom is gonna be like thirteen hundred. I think I want to say. Oh, so it and, bumps you already. Okay. Yeah, so they're bumping you already, and then the new cap's like fifteen thirty. That's when the really big cap, uh, jumps are, and during this rare time of the year. They really try and bump you up, like quickly. They're they're trying to get you as fast as possible to fifteen hundred, so you can go do the next mission, the next thing. And genuinely, that's the only time you can hop on. You can start new on this game because then it's really easy to get to that and that get to that like the base cap where you can actually do fun things. But if you're jumping in right now, right before a DLC, we're talking legit eleven hundred to thirteen thirty. Now I'm gonna mention something of the same vein that kind of like grinds my gears. You can pay to get a, a character up to like thirteen hundred right now. Yes, you can. Or I think I think it's like twelve eighty or something like that. It, yeah. it, it, it bumps you up like really. It bumps you up, so like that ten hours is worthless essentially, because the gear you earn during it is worthless. You can't really gain anything from getting that gear, except light level, which then light level can be transferred into better gear later on. So, that kind of seems like a. Eh, kind of moment to me. I know that's an MMO thing, but it kind of takes. If they had a better single player experience, I think that would be easier to understand. Like, okay, you just don't want to waste time, but it would be fun if you were to play it kind of a deal. Whereas now it's like, hey, we know the grind is going to be hell. And, uh, well, you can pay us money to not have to deal with it. You know what I mean? Because that's that's pretty much how I take that. I don't know how else you would take that statement. That basically is how it is. And I don't know, like, I don't think that's right. Like, as a game, you shouldn't be saying, hey, we know our our leveling system sucks, so give us some money so you don't have to do it. Like, that's a huge flaw in the game. And, like, genuinely, like, what I do, like, during, over the course of a year is I usually take big breaks from the game. I'll play a lot during when the first deal, when the major DLC comes out. Mm-hmm. I'll play, I'll play, I'll play like most of the next season. Then I won't play the third season at all. And then I'll be, and then the last season before the DLC, I'll probably hop back on for a little bit and just to get prepped for the next DLC, you know? Because I don't want to grind every three months and then have all my shit obsolete, you know? I don't want to deal with that every, 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 like every other week, basically, you know? Yeah, that's pretty much what it is, too, because when they do, like, a balance change or whatever, and then the PvP weapon just dies. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's gone. That's 10 hours of your life not getting back. 
But without grinding that 10 hours, you don't really have horrible amounts or copious amounts of gameplay. Like, you are grinding to get these weapons that you know will get patched out. Yeah. Which hurts. Like, okay, the galley horn's coming out. And if the galley horn isn't a powerhouse, everyone will complain, right? The galley horn is out. I right. have it. Right. So it's out. Like, you have to have the galley horn because it's going to be a powerhouse. And if it's not a powerhouse, D1 fans are going to complain, right? So cool. You've just unlocked by paying extra money an overpowered weapon. When yeah, the one you're grinding for, record, for is, is going to be obsolete in three months. And I get, again, that leads itself to MMO properties, but in a game that makes grinding as difficult as this one is, that kind of like, that, that's kind of how I think about it. It's like, okay, I'm going to hop on with the boys. I'll enjoy a few sessions. And it's like, I don't want to play this solo. <laughs> Strictly because that is the experience. Uh, like, no, nah, I'll pass Absolutely. on it. Um, whereas Destiny 1, I grinded solo for the Touch of Malice. Um, mm -hmm. I, I pulled up a guide and found all the different, um, what were they called? Uh, little uh, orbs. Fragments. Yeah, the fragments. Um, I was perfectly fine playing solo content in Destiny 1. Um, I don't know what really went wrong with that. And I think a good way to put it is I wish Destiny in some way, shape, or form could fix it. Well, if I may add, I think I may know what the problem is with Destiny 2. Mm -hmm. Like what you were saying on like, the Touching Palace. Is that I think with Destiny 1, there was a lot of there's a lot of mystery and there was a lot of drive to explore. Particularly with the Taken King DLC. Mm -hmm. um, there was so much to explore and so much to do. And you could play solo for the simple fact that the destinations had so much to offer. And I feel like that's severely missing in Destiny 2. Like, I remember I spent hours on patrol in the Dreadnought just exploring and finding little secrets. And I, I found, like, I would find symbols and I'd be like, what does this symbol mean? Uh, I spent hours trying to look it up, and no one knew. And it would find out, it would be like, oh, it was part of this big quest, you know? And I feel like in Destiny 2, there's nothing to that scale. There's nothing, there's no incentive to go out and explore the world, or to, you know, just be, play by yourself. Because really, I think, the, I think the collaborative activities in Destiny 2 are hands down better than Destiny 1. I mean, we have a 4v4 uh, PvE slash PvP game mode called Gambit. Which is not the best, but it's still pretty fun. I love and Gambit. Have... Gambit's fun. Yeah, like Gambit's pretty fun. We never had that anything like that in Destiny One. As well no. as we have we have a lot of raids and a lot of dungeons and we have a lot of six player match made activities. Like the one we're playing right now. And I think and while that's great and all, when I when no one's on, I don't wanna play this game. Like I'm I've been playing recently because I wanna grind the, this event, but that's it. I'm doing it because I'm I'm scared of missing out on cosmetics, on on, on weapon weapons, on armor. Mm -hmm. Even though they'll be there in three weeks when the Witch Queen drops, I still want to do it now, just before it's gone. And, I don't know. I feel like that's just what most of this game is. It's like you you only really play solo when you're scared of missing out on something. At least it is for me, which is not at all what it was like in Destiny One. Yeah, and that no. makes me sad. 
Well, Destiny 1 kind of taught us. If you miss something in Destiny 1, you it's were gone. not getting it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone learned yeah. with the galley horn only dropping with Zer like early on. Mm-hmm. Everyone's oh, like, yep. I need every yep. single exotic <laughs> every week. <laughs> that, like, you know, like the Gallahorn, what I think it was, the week one was the Thoros and then week two was the Gallahorn. Yeah. Yep, two right. of probably the best exotics in that game and they dropped, you know, where you could just buy them with strange coins. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone then, in the community was like, nah, we don't need Gallowhorn. Who wants who wants yeah. You don't want to waste your exotic slot on your third weapon? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what an idiot. And then I can't believe he only sold it twice, you know? Yep. When he uh, when I, I he sold it the second time, I bought it three times just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't need that. I I had too many. I actually dismantled yeah. one of mine because I was just so fed up with it. And I think I only got three to drop, and then I bought like three. Wow. Yeah, no, I I got like I said, I got seven to drop in total, and I was it got to the point where after I had three, I was genuinely pissed off every time I got a Galoran because I did not want the Galoran anymore. It's wild I wanted though. Something new. Everyone wanted that, and you just like swimming them. Yes. Yeah. No. One of my friends, he played more than me. I think he had a. I think in year one, he had like fifty days played in Destiny One. That was the only game he played. Mm -hmm. I got seven Gallahorns and he got none over the course. And he played more than I did. And I remember the day that Zer sold the Gallahorn and we <laughs> went to the tower because we were up that night and and he was in his he was in his room it was at like whatever whatever reset was like five AM six AM and he was quietly whispering screaming at me that he has the Gallahorn and we walked to the tower and I made fun of him the entire time because he had to buy his Gallowhorn from Zer. And but that was see that was fun about us about D one. You had mm. to grind for like that's I think that is one of the biggest issues with this game is that like literally they just give you an exotic for buying the, the season pass. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or the battle pass, whatever it's called mm. in this game. Yeah, season pass. There's, is there's like I feel like there's like three hundred exotics in this game. I believe there was 32 in D1. Yeah, and they yeah. made them super hard or, to get. It started with like 20 something, and they were all good. Like now you get some exotics that are just, they just happen to be yellow. Yeah, like, yeah. they're not that great. They're just registered as an exotic. Like I literally just asked about the uh, Cerberus plus one. And you're like, nah, it's trash. You never yeah, said that about exactly. any exotic in D1 for the most part. No. Well, no, there was a decent amount that were pretty bad in Destiny 1. It's just that. The, the exotics in Destiny 1, they were handpicked for a specific time and a specific, very specific purpose. Yes. And that purpose may be uber specific and it might just be dog shit, or other weapons might just be good at everything, like the Gallowhorn. Like, like the Touch of Malice, if, you, if yep. you weren't, like, why would you even touch it if you're not playing the raid? But exactly. yeah. I used that thing in Crucible, and it if did you melt. can dodge shots, that thing was a monster. It did Absolutely. melt. And I don't know. I, I think it's really sad just how bland everything feels in Destiny 2. Like, I feel like especially with the exotics. Like, like genuinely, um, I feel like I feel like a lot of the legendaries stand out more than the exotics do at this point. Like, exactly. um, in in the in the 30th anniversary event, there is a legendary trace rifle that looks like the beam rifle from Halo, and this is my favorite trace rifle, and it's a legendary. Yeah. Is it called a retrace path? Yes, it is. I have that. Oh, it does look like the gun from Halo. Well, it looks like the gun from Halo. It's now my favorite trace rifle, and I I don't like I don't like trace rifles, but I've been using it because it's actually good. It has no special perks. 
All it is is just shoots a fucking laser. That's all it does. But, like... Like, genuinely, it's to the point where, in my inventory right now, I have four exotic, prim four exotic primaries, four exotic heavies in my in my inventory, and I, but I have no special. I think it's a good time there to chill no in orbit special, real quick. special weapon that's good as an exotic. There's mm -hmm. not. And, I don't know, I think that's just so sad, you know? Because, like, in D1, I carried around so many exotics. Like, most of my arsenal was exotics, because there was always a time to use the Red Death, to use the Suros, to use the Galahorn, whatever it may be, there was a time and a place that you that you wanted to keep it in your inventory for. But now it's like, I feel like everything is viable. And, and that, that should be a good thing, but with exotics, it's not. You know, exotics are made for a purpose, and I don't. I feel like most of them have lost that purpose. Well, like you said, exotics true. in Destiny 1 led you to a certain playstyle. The No Land Beyond made me a sniper god, but if Absolutely. I got up close, I was screwed unless I was shotgun meta, which I was. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> shotgun meta was always broken in Destiny One. It, there was no fixing that. Sliding shotguns, but each, you know, exotic did something. I'm not going to mm -hmm. be in for the next one, um, but looking at it looking over the good memories we had, looking over everything for Destiny versus Destiny 2. Man, I, I had so much hope for this game. I bought the whatever fancy one was or whatever. Um, and I was just so disappointed. And I think you can just wrap that up with, man, you don't know when the good times are, are there before they're gone. Mm -hmm. because destiny 2 four in the morning just you can't beat it now honestly sorry sorry continue. yeah yeah <laughs> zach do you want to finish what you're gonna say no 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 it's all you okay um i'm about to get uh, i'm taking i'm taking this out of the realm of destiny for a minute um on a real note, I I love Destiny simply because it, it I have a lot of good memories with it, you know, and it, it it helped me. It was a comfort game during a lot of shitty times in my life, mm -hmm. and I think that Destiny. I think the main reason I love I fell in love with Destiny was because there's so much shit that just has a message to it. Like the entire message between the Vault of Glass is basically that you as a person can make your own fate, you know, even though. There have been thousands of times before that have failed. You could be the one to fix it, you know, change that. And, like, that's really fucking powerful, you know? And it's a tagline. Guardians make their own fate. And, like, every time during their, when, you're fighting, when you're fighting Atheon, that, that, that tagline appears. And if you think about it, I don't know. It, it's just, it just means a lot more when you put it in the context like that. So, for me, like... When, when every year I'm waiting around to see if this game is going to be good, this DLC is going to fix the game, and it doesn't, and it's just a letdown. Mm -hmm. It just makes me so more sad, because there's so much more this game could be. And I know that those 4 a.m. talks, you know, those everything I have with this game is just those memories, you know. This game is not as good as I remember it, but I want it to be. I want those memories, those experiences to be able to be had again. Yeah, I don't think there's any other way to put it.
genuinely. I, I just nostalgia. We talked about on the last podcast you were on, man. It, it, it's a strong beast. It's why people are buying Legends Arceus right now or Arceus. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I'm enthralled with it. Um, I want to play back on Destiny 2. You know, the, these games come back. Look at Halo. It's not mm-hmm. doing as hot as they want it to, but it's nostalgia if you want to play Halo. Um, I don't know. I, I think the only way to put it is the good times we had, you know, can't be transferred to something else, even if we really, really try for it. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. it's unfortunate, but that is life. Yeah. But um, I guess we go and uh, pass final words to Danny if you want to say anything. Martin's still here, I believe. He hasn't said anything during this podcast, but <laughs> Danny, if you want to say it's anything. All right. I- I've just been letting them talk. They know more stuff <laughs> than I do. <laughs> We're the experts because yeah. we play Destiny 1. Oof, yes. Yeah, we, we have the nostalgia. Martin's lacking the nostalgia. Exactly. Oh, man. Hmm. Well, <laughs> speaking of Vault of Glass, um, first time I ever beat it, um, I was four levels underleveled. Oh, really quick, another issue. That would be great. This power level of 1300 is like, it's like how you guys are talking about, you know, you start at 1100, you have to go to 230 levels. Yeah. At the, if I remember, it only it was only at the beginning of D1 for the, like, the first two maybe three years it may not have switched till d2 um the max level at launch was level 30 20 so well, it was 20 kind of well so uh xp it was 20 uh oh, light level they, was 30 van- vanilla was 30 and then dark below was 32 house wolves it was 34 correct so you know new dlc comes out oh well, it's only two levels right whereas this oh it's 300 levels <laughs> so it's just it's <laughs> Like, yeah, it's, it's the way that they made it, it is, it's, uh, how do you put it? Like, it's scary to say like, oh, I have to go 300 levels to catch up. But in reality, it's not that hard because how fast you can level up in this game. Yeah. And then back to, you know, solo grinding, you know, if you jump into this game and you're trying to grind 300 levels, it's going to be hard. But, you know, once you do it, you learn, you know, do, you know, these bounties first, then do, you know, this random mission, then do these bounties and this, you know, you can figure out a way to get the most out of your levels and your time. But if you just start, like, you don't know how to do all that. So everything's going to take forever and it's going to be boring. But once you get it down, it's super easy, you know, level this guy up for this week, transfer all your high level weapons to this guy, redo it all. And that's a big thing is so many of my friends that used to play d1 always complain that oh well i have to do 47 missions you know to level up once it's like you don't like i'm telling you guys what to do and you don't listen so then you know when you're going into a blind it sucks mm-hmm. pretty much so if there was some way to simplify the leveling process of just how to do something which they kind of tell you you know this gives you a tier three reward this gives you tier two you know obviously do the lower ones first mm-hmm. but everyone just kind of wants to i want to do the raid and it's like dude mm-hmm. you know you're 230 levels you know below the raid so it's just little things that like you need this game you need to grind and so many people don't want to commit to the grind mm-hmm. that's that's a, a huge turn off from Absolutely. this game but the grind is life you know <laughs> 
To an extent, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you have to you have to commit yourself to the grind. Quick little side note: I think it would make it a lot less daunting, like the whole leveling up process, if they just brought it back down to like zero. Just start us off at zero. Max level thirty-four. No, no, not even that. Just like, just keep the same chain. Oh, I see what you're saying. Just move it back, cause like being, oh yeah, I'm max level fifteen fifty is fucking ridiculous to someone who has never played the game. It's yeah. like to them, they're like, I have to level up fifteen hundred levels. Exactly. Yeah. No. It, absolutely. It's ridiculous. Just, just dial it back a bit. Come on. Pretty funny to see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it just makes no sense to me at this point. Yeah, I mean, there's not much else you can say about Destiny Two, which is the sad part. Mm-hmm. It used to be Destiny One lore. And, and again, I warned everyone at the beginning because this is all Destiny. We're all here just talking about Destiny, chilling, talking about Destiny, nostalgic, being nostalgic over Destiny 1, but man, Destiny 1 was a good-ass game. It was. <laughs> yes, it was. But, but I do love this game. I, we've been ripping yeah. on it all day, but this game is still... It's still if Destiny. If you agree to the grind, it is a fun game to play. If you have friends... It's a it's an amazing game. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, on that note, I think we're gonna wrap everything up. But uh, thank you guys for hopping on. Um, it was kind of spur of the moment to say it, but if I ever say let's hop on Destiny, I don't think you guys are always say no, or will ever say no. So <laughs> maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll <laughs> hop on a little bit so I can get uh leveled up before the uh the DLC drop coming up. We will do that for you. We also have to get Gallyhorn too. Or I, you guys get you guys get I, I do have to pay for Gallyhorn oh, if no. I do it. Mm-hmm. You have to pay for it. I don't know why. Pay for it. Wait, so you actually have to pay for it? Yeah, you have to buy the 30th anniversary pack. I don't like that at all. It's like 70 bucks now. No, no, no. It's 25. Oh, it's only 25. Like but you might as well get it with Witch Queen, which is like 70 bucks. 70 bucks I think for it's both. Actually 100. I don't know. So there you go. It's ridiculous. All How long is this 30th <laughs> anniversary last for? Uh, forever. Until they remove it, like, every other DLC. So probably a year and a half. <laughs> probably. No, 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 probably at about least, three years. At least. Probably about two, three years. Until they break off from Sony. Sony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. True. They re-delete everything. Redo. <laughs> Maybe that's what they need to do. Just redo it with the Sony launch, but... Oh my god, Iconic Monsters just found the truth. That rocket launcher. I have three Forsaken Cyphers, man. I don't know. I believe yeah, mine was... I want to get Yoden. I want to get Yoden so I can just piss people off. That's what's and up. And Crucible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This game is about one of two things. Anywhere. It's about it's about caring and spending time with your friends, you know, and making memories. And it's also about being toxic as shit. A hundred percent. You have to be toxic and crucible. You There's have to no be other toxic. Way. Absolutely. Got to bag them, bro. Got to bag them. Absolutely. Toxic, you're out. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, yeah, wrong one. We will have catch you later. Idea. Peace. <laughs>